0: Blog Talk Radio. Hey everyone, this is Tanya Clark Marinelli, and thank you for joining me. Um, I am the creator of the Invest in Yourself course online, and you can check find out all about that Invest in Yourself Course dot com. Also, the creator of the Empowering Kids Program dot com, and. Um, today I'm really excited because I have a guest co-host, but I'm going to introduce her to you in just a minute. First, I want to remind everyone about a few things happening. First of all, today I was I did a live webinar training with Vanessa Simpkins, um, a kick butt business coach, and that went awesome. You guys can still get the replay. If you hop on over to www.investinyourselfcourse.com, pop in your name and email, I will send you the link to get that webinar replay. Um, I'll throw you on my emailing list and you will get that replay. Today we talked about um, a huge subject and there were a lot of people in attendance and it had everything to do with your self-talk and how to quickly change it, deconstruct it and create the um, life that you desire to live. So you don't want to miss that. and like I said, it's a live it was a live free training webinar, so you'll also get to see all of the questions that were popped into the chat box. So um Another thing that's coming up, this Saturday, February 27th, there is yet another family day. Um, Myself and another person will be attending there. If you guys want to find out all about the Empowering Kids Camp, nature camp that's happening this spring break, um, spots are filling up quick, but you guys can come down, check it out, enjoy a day with your family at 4180 Waverly Street. And there's going to be a lot of fun things to do there. Um, I'll post more information on that as well. And the final thing that I'm going to announce is Mindset Behind Fitness Workshop that is um, sponsored by Women's Healthy Living and hosted by Lynn Nelson with Lions Den Fitness. And she has asked me to present a workshop and I'm going to talk about all about the mindset behind fitness. Um, If you're wondering why you keep trying different workout regimes or trying to sign up for this gym, that gym, and you'll want it so badly, but you don't know why the hell it's not working, we're going to talk about that. You're going to find out why, and you're going to get to the bottom of those uh, the reasons why. Break th- through those blocks that day and figure out what the heck's going on pretty much and make it happen. So that event is free. It's like a three- or four-hour Afternoon, you guys do not want to miss this. All these free kick butt events, come on, guys, you got to take advantage of that. So, to find out more information about that, also go to my website, www.investinyourselfcourse.com, and there will be a tab there that is entitled Events. Okay, so um, without further ado, I'm going to introduce my co host, Sherry Sully. And we're going to discuss everything from parenting styles, okay, from homeschooling to unschooling and everything in between. And today, if you guys are wondering out there if homeschooling or unschooling is right for you, today you're going to find out because Sherry is, uh, well, I'll just introduce her. Hey, Sherry, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, Tanya? I'm <laughs> good, good. I was going to say, Sherry asks some really powerful questions, but I'll just <laughs> let you begin asking them. So
1: Sherry, why don't so, uh, you introduce yourself? Yeah, okay, cool. So well first of Yeah. Yeah. First of all I'd like to thank you so much for having me on. Um to how I met Tanya was we had like a million mutual friends on Facebook and I was always intrigued at her postings about kids and empowering women and empowering children. Um and I followed her, followed her, followed her until one day one of my kids was having um some problems with his grades in school And I had a big decision to make. And I literally looked up her phone number and phoned her literally in tears. She had no idea who I was (laughs) except for Facebook. And Tanya, like, you got me through that time. And I homeschooled him that year. And uh, she's just been a blessing in my life ever since. So thank you so much for having me on the show. I think we're going to have a great conversation today.
0: Oh, my gosh. You just gave me goosebumps. Um, Uh I remember that. Yeah, I remember that phone call. You were really supportive on my unschooling page cuz on Facebook I have I created it's called My Journey into Unschooling cuz m- myself when I began, I had no idea what I was doing. And right. um yeah, because I began homeschooling and then where I switched things to unschooling was one year my kids were like, "I want to try school." And and I was right. like, "Okay, well, you know, you know what to be completely honest, if I'm going to be honoring them and really uh be child led i I need to honor them you know
1: so yeah that and was i, part I of really my- respected you for doing that like when I saw that on, on because and i mean every you know I'm all about. And, you know, I don't want to um, dismiss or discredit anyone, anyone's way of parenting. I mean, we're all doing the best we can, right? But when I yeah. saw that, I mean, you could have easily said, no, this is the path we've chosen. You know what I mean? But you honored them yeah. in that. So good for you. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, and that was a tough one for me. You know, I was really worried about sending them back to school after adjusting to a homeschooling type of environment because it is a little bit different well it's a lot different than a public school. Absolutely. So what I did was I found I found well I'll get into that story in a minute but I was just going to follow up with, "Yeah, you gave me goosebumps. Like
1: isn't that amazing that <laughs> and how old was your son when you did that?" Oh, he was in grade 9. So yeah. you know, I think I think there's some misconception that um you know you you do this from the get go when they're born you know you 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 have them in a sling and you wear them all the time and they homeschool uh, and that's just not the case i mean there you can do this at any time right you don't have to you don't have to necessarily do it from birth absolutely absolutely yeah. you know
0: being involved in a lot of different homeschooling groups and um homeschooling groups and you know associated with different homeschooling families I've really learned that people homeschool for all different types of reasons and they begin at all different types of ages. For sure. I met this one, I met this one person. She said, you know, her son was experiencing challenges in grade four. So she homeschooled him in grade four and then he went back to school. Well, her younger daughter said when I get to grade four I want to be homeschooled and she's like, All right, right. Then let's do that. Yeah. And then she experienced homeschooling too, but then they went back to school. And then I met another parent who was like, I didn't I didn't teach my children to read until they told me they wanted to learn to read and her son was twelve when he started reading.
1: Yeah. But well, you know, you you think a hundred years ago, you know, they <laughs> People didn't take their kids to preschool. I mean, they they were kids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, they they got to be kids and they got to explore. And um, there's so much focus nowadays on they can read by this age and they they know their colors by this age. And, of course, we're all, you know, we are are, uh, born to be proud of our children. Of course, everything they do, we're going to be proud of it as we should be. But I I don't think we need to have those expectations of them. You know, I I think it's much more natural the way you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. No, I completely,
0: completely agree with you. I, um, you know, just to tell you a quick story about that, a while back I released a little video um, and it was based on reading, right? Um, Whether or not you should pressure your child into reading before they're ready or, you know, because there's a lot of people out there who are scared that their kids are never going to read. So they need right. to implement it at this age because the school says or whoever says it needs to be done at this age, right? Right,
1: right. Um, and, mm-hmm. and this is um, what, in the last 50 years? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is new. Yeah. This is new. <laughs> there are many, 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 many generations before us that, that – didn't do that, (laughs) and we're all okay, (laughs) you know
0: what I mean? Oh, totally, yeah, so basically what happened was that um, I just released a video, and I was completely, completely honest, and I asked my youngest son if he was okay to share it, because, um, you know, I kind of celebrate my youngest son, because for a while, he was a little embarrassed that, well, quite embarrassed that he couldn't read, he has a cousin the same age as him. And he couldn't read as well as his cousin was. But, you know, through all different types of techniques for just confidence building and everything, um, he became okay with the fact that he's not reading at grade level. And that was a big part of me not pressuring him anymore, right? I kind of allowed him to be, to learn at his own level. And finally, this year, he's in grade four, and he just... Started to
1: love to read and spell, and he's reading that maybe like a grade. What's that? But he loves it now.
0: Whereas my
1: older my older boys could read in grade one, and Mm -hmm. you won't ever see them pick up a book. They hate it. Yeah. (laughs) So you know, yeah. big deal. They could read in grade one, and now I can't get them to read. You know what I mean? Like it's just not something yeah. they enjoy doing. So to hear that your son loves that is fantastic. If I yeah. can I ask you a couple of questions. Um. um yeah, so first, I'll just start by saying something I learned when um when my son we pulled him out of school in grade nine and and we homeschooled him. Something I learned about homeschooling that people don't know is. It's it can be a much shorter day than, than a school day because really at school, they're not on task a whole lot. Uh, there's a lot of socializing. They're walking in between classes. There's recess. There's lunch. So a great part of the day that they're gone, they're not actually on task. So that was something really fascinating that I found out um, that year. But something I'd like to ask you to clarify is a little more about what's the difference between, like, homeschooling and unschooling, and which do you do or do you do a mix of both? Okay, so um,
0: I guess honoring, just use my son, for example, because we were just talking about him and his reading levels. Because of his, I'm honoring his uh, readiness or not readiness to read, that would be considered unschooling because I guess unschooling is just being child-led where homeschooling is, you kind of follow the
1: Okay, Right.
0: Yes, the days are so much shorter. And, you know, like when I was following government curriculum, because I wasn't always unschooling, um, I did have the curriculum. And in the morning, first thing in the morning, because that was their, you know, the best time to learn for them. In the morning, we would get out our workbook, sit down together and do all this work. But what I found was that, are you still there? Absolutely. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I might like, phone went off, and I was like, "Oh no, did I lose her?" Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I found that my kids weren't happy because I was still forcing them to learn in the same way that they were learning in school, where they were unhappy. Do you know what I mean? I was right. the only difference was that I was doing it at home.
1: They were and in the comfort of
0: their pajamas, but it was the same curriculum, right? It was the same curriculum, and I was, you know, yeah. telling them that they had to learn this. And and what I discovered was that um, there's so many different ways to teach the same thing, right? You don't always have to Absolutely. Do, it from, well, you can do it from, you know, hands-on, actual project learning. And yeah. so that's what I began to do. I began to book our days solid with, with field trips and learning trips. And we went out and we, I, we did that. And I just, I, I, I don't know, being a life coach, a certified life coach, I really believe that happiness far outweighs academics and I want them to be happy. Yes, I want them that's to learn, amazing. but that's my job as their teacher to integrate something like that for them to learn,
1: Right. Absolutely, I find in in I I like that your children have the ability to learn in whatever fashion they learn in. I mean, I am a participatory learner. Um, you know, I remember being in grade ten, sitting in class, and the teacher up at front talking about something about history, and all of a sudden I would look around and everyone's writing on a piece of paper, and I didn't know what I missed, and I couldn't have recited back what I had just heard and. It I just, that's not how I learned. And I really struggled with that. I then recognized that in my son, Joshua. Had I known you or had Facebook when he was little, <laughs> I, you know, I think he could have benefited greatly from me um, following your, your lead from the beginning. Um, but yeah, um, you allowing the kids to learn that way is fantastic because not every kid learns the way teachers teach. God bless the teachers. You know, it's not an easy job um, have you ever seen that picture on Facebook? It's a bunch of little monkeys and one fish, and the teacher says, okay, everyone's getting a test, climb that tree. And the little fish is screwed, right? Because <laughs> he's like, oh, I can't climb it. I've never, I've never no, seen that. No, you never saw that? Oh, it's so no. cute. Yeah, the, te- the lead monkey, he's like, today's test day. Everybody climb that tree. And, and it's like not everybody, you know, don't, what does it say? Don't... Um, I'm going to quote it wrong, but basically, you know, don't dismiss someone's intelligence by the fact that they can't climb the tree. You know what I mean? Um, and I used to love that because that so reminded cool. me. Yeah, my so son, because he, like nerd. me. Yeah, I'll find yeah. it. I'll search it up. Um, but yeah, he's a participatory and then, learner. He can post it. Okay, cool. Yeah. He's then, a participatory yeah, learner. It. If you could show him something and he can get his hands on it, he will go, oh, yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? Um, and I think there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of kids out there, you know, in that situation, what do you say to the parents whose kids aren't doing well at school, but they have jobs and maybe they feel that homeschooling is not an option for them, you know, like is -hmm. it just about making decisions and, and cutting back and making choices and I mean, I guess you just have to decide, right?
0: Yeah, you know, um well, I I chose to build a business around the kids, right? And so I run a run a business pretty much around them. But you know what I did? I there's so many alternative schools out there. So if if you find that your child learns a certain way, there's a lot of options and different schools for you to put your kids in. Like my kids, so they don't necessarily have to learn at home with me. They could go no. somewhere, right? Yeah, that's you know cool. What?
1: I'm going to so, share a little story.
0: A little story with you. I'm sitting here um, talking to you about this, and my 20 year old daughter is sitting next to me. Sierra, I hope you don't mind me sharing a little bit of your life here. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> oh, "Oh, mom, here we go." She's <laughs> like, mm, "I guess not," <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> So I kind of have the grandparent effect, right? I don't just have two boys that I've homeschooled. I also have a 20-year-old. She's going to be 20, 21 soon. And she graduated in public school, okay? For the last right. year or two, we put, she enrolled in an alternative learning center and graduated from there, okay?
1: So And what grades did she do alternative school? 11 and 12. Like Okay. Yep.
0: And see, here's the thing. She she began in a private school. So we had her in a private school and then in grade 8 she joined a public school. But while she yep. was in private school, she would go to school, come home and her dad and I would work with her for like 2 to 3 hours every night on homework and she was miserable. Oh, and so were we. Yeah. So were
1: we. Yeah. We
0: didn't know. We didn't know any alternative. We're like, nope, she's Got to learn it. She's, you know what I mean. Like we're gonna work our butts off, and we're gonna help her, yeah. and she's blah 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 blah. Right? But what ended up happening was that she she was unhappy, you know, and we were unhappy, yeah. and um, now it's like, it, it, I look back in retrospect, and and it's like, wow, with these younger boys, I sure know a lot more
1: now. We don't have what? to. We don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you don't know what you don't know when you don't know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know. um yeah. So absolutely, you know. I yeah. And it's it's not the same, but the same kind of example. We were going to put our oldest son, who's now like eighteen, we were going to put him in French immersion in kindergarten, and at the last minute we freaked out. Oh my God, we're not going to be able to help him. Bah, put him in English school. Well, then you know how many years later we had our youngest son Eric, and we're like, okay, we know more now. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna yeah. we're gonna go the the French show. So you you do better when you know better, right? So,
0: that, yeah, that's awesome.
1: Hey, I have a question. And yeah, can I ask you a question? Did okay. I your other,
0: did I answer your other question though? You know, suggestions I, for people who who might want to homeschool. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, suggestions for people who might want to homeschool. Okay, well, there's a ton of blogs out there with working parents who actually homeschool, and I'm actually involved in a homeschooling group where um, I'll just give you an example of a couple of the parents. One parent is a professor, or a high school teacher, or yes, he's a high school teacher, and his um, wife is a social worker. So what they do is they, because their choice is to homeschool, school, um, they they work each work half time or she takes weekend shifts or whatever so they kind of juggle it around so they definitely right. keep their professions but they just make it work right now while the kids are young and i have other people who um you know do this type of work that type of work work evenings and weekends and basically share homeschooling with their partner
1: right so it's but they're, it's, i'm not going to lie you said one's a teacher and one's a counselor you know, yeah. do I have to be a teacher to homeschool? No. Oh gosh. No. that was a big fear a for me. That was a big uh-huh. fear for me. The year I had Joshua was, oh my gosh, like I can't do this. You know what I mean? So, what do you say yeah. to parents about that? That think I'm just not equipped to do this. Sorry. Yeah. Um. I had. I was meeting with somebody. Sorry, I missed that last part. It just cut out a bit. What what do you say to parents that don't think, okay. I mean, for just for lack of a better word, you know, they're like, I'm not smart enough to teach them this. I don't know, you know, like, do you feel that every parent has the ability to do this? Absolutely, I feel every parent yeah. has the ability to do it. Absolutely. Regardless you know of their I, education.
0: I, yeah, I met with somebody a couple of weeks ago, and, and it's not the first time that I've heard this question, and they said, do I need like, a degree to homeschool my kid. And I'm like, no, man, no. You know, you can buy curriculum. If you're going to go the homeschooling route and you want to continue with um, government guideline curriculum, then you just go and purchase the the appropriate curriculum. And it also comes with a guide to help you teach your child. And you guys learn together.
1: I don't know, but you you know, I will...
0: Yeah, go ahead. But how much do you remember from what you learned in grade school and high
1: school? Oh, like nothing. <laughs> yes, like nothing. Exactly. I was an
0: educational assistant. I worked in the high school for quite a few years, teaching yeah. this stuff to kids, um, you know, either were on the spectrum or or had FASD, um, and I had to teach myself in order to teach them.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know? So, yep, I know and I have to say this to, to because, you know what, I do have a few Facebook friends out there that I see, you know, people post concerns on Facebook. You can tell when someone's distraught or something's going wrong with their kids and, and you can put two and yeah. two together, even if, you know, they're not divulging too much. And I see these parents struggling, especially, you know, like I said, mm-hmm. people think their kids have to be homeschooled from day one. I'm not going to pull them out of high school or I'm not going to pull them out of middle school. And when I pulled my son out from grade 9, he was failing almost every class. He was coming home just upset. Like, he just, he wasn't happy. He just didn't, you know. Mm-hmm. And he got straight A's. We were doing the, the government curriculum because I didn't know about unschooling and all, and all these other great things yeah. now that even me to. So we were following mm-hmm. the curriculum, and he had to go every couple of months downtown and actually write the government test to make sure he got – he had straight A's across the board, and I'm wow. like, son, like, look how smart you are! Look how smart you are! But it was oh. the distractions at school, and I mean, socially, he was an A plus. <laughs> he he got along great yeah. with everybody and has great friends, and but it's and I was that parent that thought I can't do this. You know, I'm not proud mm-hmm. to say I didn't graduate. I had you know I had it a little tougher and growing up then I left school in grade 10 and I've had to work very very hard to get where I am today and I remember being that mom going I can't homeschool him like I I I knew I had to I knew in my gut like my instincts were telling me we need to do something they say you know well oh, another great I love Facebook another great Facebook thing I read it said if a flower is dying you don't change the flower you change the environment of the flower did you yeah. see that one? Boom! Yeah, love it. You know what?
0: That's love it. Yeah,
1: exactly. You know, I, so I, I knew. Love, mm-hmm.
0: I'll let you finish.
1: Sorry. I knew <laughs> saying to our son, you know, you got to pull up your socks because we used to do that. You got to straighten out. You know, you need to pull your socks up and get this done right now. Um, mm-hmm. Changing the flower wasn't working. We had to change the environment, and he uh, he he missed school. Very much because he, like me, he's a talker, he's a social butterfly. Um, so he did end up going back a year later and he's doing much better. But that year we were mm-hmm. home, boy, it built his confidence and it showed him that he could get good grades. And, yeah, it Aww. was it was a really great thing for us. Yeah, for sure. Well, good things,
0: you know, good job for you doing that. Like, good job, Mama. You know, a lot of people wouldn't have the courage to do that. Um One of the things that I do in my practice is I really promote emotional intelligence. And I promote emotional intelligence before I promote academics. Like, of course we need to learn this stuff. You know what I mean? Of course we do. Right. But but emotionally, like, if we are pressured into learning it before we are ready or if we don't want to, if you're pressured into anything – you feel uncomfortable, you experience anxiety, you're unhappy, you're unmotivated, and you, you're you really insecure. You're
1: not confident yeah. when you're pressured into not doing something. Not the best learning environment, right, when you're feeling that way. It's not the best learning environment no, <laughs> when you're feeling no. that way at all. So, yeah.
0: So, I'm a huge advocate of, okay, let's, you know, let's... Let's work on their emotional intelligence, meaning um, recognizing their own feelings and being able to um, react appropriately to what they're feeling. Recognize other people's feelings and being able to react appropriately. Right? Um, and and when you're kind of pressured, when when school is number one, the emotional intelligence kind of gets left to the waste side. Does that yeah. make sense? Because That's it's a Oh yeah. I've seen Come it in on. my own. What case. about your grades? Why can't you do this? Do, do 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 do. And it's like you have so many you place so many expectations on these little ones. And and they're they're constantly even though you love them to death and you tell them that they're amazing, you're kind of contradicting what you're, the message that you're sending to them, right? For sure. When you're saying yeah. basically your grades aren't good enough, but you're good enough. You know, they're so confused. Yeah. And yeah yeah yeah. And it's like it, it's like and tr- like I I know this because I did it with the one child. You know what I mean, like and yeah, and it's it's yeah. So, um, I was going somewhere with this, but what was the original question that you asked? I was doing a good, hmm. uh, making a good point. <laughs> and there's and so there's so many questions. I don't know what it was. Well. What I was, what I was gonna, yeah. What, what was the point that you were making there, though? And I was gonna share that and then wrap it around.
1: But, we're gonna have to write um, them down as I'm asking them because we keep. Oh, there's yeah. is so much to say. Okay. It's just so interesting. We can like go in so many different directions with it. Tell people, oh. please, how they. Okay, here's a good. Here's here's a question I didn't ask yet, but I want to before I forget. Is it sure. okay? So when I register my son for homeschooling and my family thought i was going insane and my husband thought i lost my mind um and i didn't care because my mom instincts were telling me this is what we need to do there were calls from the school that i had to report what i was doing with him and you know like it had to be known so like are the police going to come to my door if I decided to unschool my child? Like, how does that work? Do we have to report this to anybody? Does nobody come looking for the children that aren't in school? See, here, here is
0: a really important um, – this is really important, so I'm so glad that you asked that question. Um, yeah, you got to register your child with the Homeschooling Association, okay? Whether you mm-hmm. unschool or follow government's curriculum, guideline curriculum, um, you you just send them in how you're working with them and what you're working with them on. And you fast that in three times a year um, because, you know, there could be a lot of allegations made against you from other people like, um, you know, what, you know, she's she's keeping them, she's not allowing them to socialize, whatever the case is. And yes, CFS could come to your door and say, hey, what's going on? You know, blah, 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 if if there are any concerns.
1: Knock on wood, never had that happen. But that's a scary thing for people, right? So I think think a great message would be, of course they might come because they want to know that your child's okay. But all you have to do is tell them that you're unschooling them, right? I mean, it's not. Uh, That's all you have to do. Yeah, yeah, and then it's over. Yeah. Like, you just have to report what you're doing, and that's it. Sure. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you just go
0: on Google, um, Winnipeg Homeschooling Association or Manitoba Homeschooling Association, I can't remember which one it is, you you have the website right there. You just phone in, and there it is.
1: And I know that if people wanted to do this, there is a plethora of um, support online for moms that have the same questions that these people would have, right? I'm scared. What do I say? What do I do? Um I know just from poking around there's there's so much support. Even if it's not someone, you know, down the street from you, um you know with with the power of internet nowadays, you you can get so much information mm-hmm. and talk to people easily. Oh my gosh. Can yeah, you like tell when me I- a bit mm-hmm. No, go ahead, sorry.
0: Well, I was just going to say like when originally my my husband and I separated, this is about two and a half years ago, um, we were we had been homeschooling for a while already. And um when I had moved out with the kids, you know, family and friends meaning well were telling me like, you need to put these kids back in school, you know, blah 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 blah. And I was like, Nope, nope, because that is that's this is the life that we decided for them. So whether we're, you know, still married or not this is what we're going to continue doing so right I, and when i began that journey like as a single homeschooling parent i didn't yes. know another person there and i swear to you all i did was google on facebook um the internet yes. everywhere i could and i spent a lot of time searching but i found so much information and so so many supportive to online communities and i'm looking yes. around going oh my gosh I had no idea that this homeschooling community
1: was this big, that there were so yeah. many people doing it, you know? Absolutely. Who runs the um, the alternative schools you're talking about? Like if someone was like, you know, my instincts are telling me I have to change something. My child is not doing well in school. I want to try this alternative school. Who runs that? Is that a government-funded uh, school or like are you know, are is there one teacher for the whole thing? It what is that like? Okay. So the the one that my son attends,
0: Saint Aiden's it's a Christian school. Um there are people who are okay with that, who prefer that and who don't prefer that, and that's totally fine with you or with whatever resonates with you. But yeah. this particular one I absolutely love. It's a um a large percentage of the kids that attend this school are refugees from Africa. And so it's a very relaxed environment. Uh, my kids still hug their friends hello and goodbye oh, when they go because they really do their best to nurture um the environment that these kids came from, right?
1: So yeah, it yeah. opens
0: them up to different cultures, to really understanding ethnicities and um But it's, you know, they have chapel every morning, which may or may not resonate with certain people. And I'm okay with it. I totally honor what they're going to follow, right? And they enjoy it and they love it. And my son, who's homeschooled, can go there. You know, I sign him up for the homeschooling programs. So he goes there Tuesday afternoons, Thursdays all day, and part of the day on Friday. And he does, um, like, media... He does uh, gym, swim, art, so all of those other things. But why I love putting him in all these extra programs in the same environment is so he forms those relationships with other kids, right? Absolutely. And uh, with the same kids every week. But he, I also honor the fact that he needs, he really thrives by having his downtime. So when he's at home, he needs that cuz he gets really overstimulated with a lot of social um environments. Right. So yeah. when he's home it's very quiet. Um he can do catch up on a lot of his reading or projects that he has going on, you name it. So um this school I highly highly recommend. And I'm there all the time and you know what I love about this school? Parents can come and go as they please. I can stay there and work all afternoon in the lobby while the kids are walking around because there like the principal there is a ho- still homeschools her own child and Fantastic. she kind of welcomes that you know and really honors yeah. that connection with the parents and their children yeah so
1: i think i think another misconception out there um is that children that are homeschooled or unschooled don't get socialized how are they going to be friends yeah. you know how are they going to socialize but it seems to me um you know, through talking to you over the last past few months and following you so many months before that, that your children are—they're <laughs> socializing not only with friends but with people of different ages and different cultures, and that to me yep. is so much more interesting and and um, well, educational than just just with kids their own age every day. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, totally. You know, I'm. I love. I love my family. They're like, I seriously love my family. But man, did I get like just the third degree when I when I like when Vinny and like when we decided to homeschool the the boys. um, Yeah, because they were like, how are they going to be? So how are you going to socialize them? You're going to keep them home all day. They're not going to know how to socialize with people and 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 all these you know what you said misconceptions. And after a year or two of doing that, I found that their social skills far improved because yeah. they were honored and they were, uh, how can I put this? They were able to be themselves where when you're in a class setting, maybe you can't joke around a certain way or you can't speak out of turn or, or whatever. you gotta you got to be right. quiet. you got to listen to the lecture, or yeah. whatever the case is. So they were able to yeah. kind of, you know, My one son hums when he does his work. So he Mm. hums and hums and he's whatever, you know what I mean? And he's able to do that. Not only that, when you get together with these homeschooling groups, like we do gym, swim at the university, we get together with all these other groups and go on field trips, they learn to socialize with kids who are like a year old, right, Uh, all the way up to adults. So yeah, we we you know Vinny's favorite class was physics at the university. We had a physics professor teaching these kids from age 5 to grade 12 all in the same class teaching university entrance um physics courses and the kids who were interested in physics attended. That's why Vinny attended and they were all learning the same thing.
1: Wow. And completely well. So I mean But when you're interested in something, you receive it, and it stays with you. I'm like learning a lesson you have zero interest about. For me, I have a very hard time absorbing that. I can sit and listen, but it doesn't stick with me. And to write a test or something on that, I then have to actually memorize it instead of learning it. Does that make sense? So to, to hear that he's taking a class that, he genuinely wants to learn about that's fantastic, you know, and he's never going to forget yeah. that nope, not at all,
0: not at that's all wonderful. and you know they they um basically what I've learned to do is kind of explore their passions and their interests. And then their father and I, like I say me all the time, but I'm not the only one who homeschools them or unschools them. Their father has just as big of a part in it as I do. Like we're, both of us are 100% on board. He is more like, yes, I want him at grade level, where I'm more uh, relaxed, like, man, he'll get there when
1: he gets there. The most important thing is that he's parents, falling though. in love with learning. Yeah, exactly. That's parents, right, though. It's just like I discipline one way, my husband disciplines, and And I think that's good for kids, yes. too, to have different perspectives. So that's I don't yeah. think that's a bad thing.
0: No, it's not. But the cool yeah. thing about it is, is that I'm like, okay, I'm awesome in this area. You're awesome in that area. You own a yeah. – con- you know, you have a construction company. You love investing. So their father teaches them about money, how to invest it, um, you know, whatever the case is, He they work for him, they learn how to earn money, and, you know, and then Vinny will learn his math through doing construction with his dad, doing estimates yeah. or measuring and cutting wood or whatever the case is. So sure. um, there's a whole lot of hands-on. You know, a lot of people – also have the misconception that homeschooling is, you know, I just heard this the other day in one of our groups is that some people think that, you know, if you homeschool, then I don't even want to say the word, but lazy, you know, you don't want to get your kids up, you don't want to get them going and whatever else. And Really? So okay. I awesome. uh, see. Yeah. And
1: I, yeah. And, and I think, I don't think that, and of course, everyone's going to have a different take on it, I always thought, I, you know, they're working their butts off to homeschool. Like, they have to be yeah. on point. You know, they've got to do all this stuff in the house and take care of this and take care of that and do their job plus homeschool. So that's really yeah. funny. That's the first time I've heard anyone say that perspective of it. So it's kind of, but people don't know what they don't know, right? They don't know what they exactly. don't know. Exactly. Yeah I've,
0: yeah, I've heard that uh, from a few different but exactly, like it's 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 um you know it's natural to kind of fear what you don't know, right, um, it's natural to be scared, like if this is something that your heart is calling out to, you know if your child is experiencing a challenging time in school and they're unhappy and, you know, all these other things are happening, and your heart is calling out for something different, that's the purpose of this show today. The sh- the purpose of this conversation today is to open it up and let people know that there are a ton of other people who jumped into homeschooling or unschooling, had no idea how to do it. All you got to do is find the information online. You know what I mean? It's like at the end of our finger Message literally. you. <laughs> yeah, for or sure. Message me. I was so scared. I was so scared that I wasn't going to get my kids up to grade level and everything like that. And then I was like, after that first year, I was like, throw those books away. What are you yeah. interested in? How am I going to teach this to you? <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and it also fosters a great relationship for you and your children, right? I mean, we, you know, we yeah. have to work and, uh, you know, Again, being – I mean, I don't fault my parents that I went to public school. You know, again, you do what you know. Um, But I was one of those learners that I – oh, gosh, I totally would have benefited from that type of environment. You know what I mean? So I'm really big on the the last couple months just having been doing some reading and some soul-searching and things that – People don't follow their instincts enough. They dismiss their instincts. They dismiss it. They dismiss it. And I believe we're kind of taught from a young age to dismiss our instincts, whether it's to be polite or to say the right thing or whatever. But as parents, like, if you're feeling like something's not right at school, whether it's your child or a teacher or another kid or whatever, you have the power to change it. (laughs) You know what I mean? I think people feel powerless, and you you are a perfect example that, you have the power to change it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, so awesome that you shared that. You reminded me of a story, Sherry. Um, did you, like We bought a home in Oak Bank a few years back, and my realtor was from Germany. And hmm. she homeschooled her kids, and this was the first time that I heard of homeschooling. This was before we even yeah. began. And she said, we moved from Germany because in Germany, it's illegal to homeschool. Okay. Really? It's a legal technical wow. school. So we moved here because we felt so strongly that we wanted to homeschool our children. And <laughs> she, that moved, cool. she moved she moved
1: from Germany. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is an amazing parent. Like hello. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so, she knew. She knew what her kids needed. Yeah, and, and so she totally honored
0: that and she 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 did that. But just speaking to, you know, if your instincts and just think, like here, you have the freedom to homeschool if, if you so choose, right? And yeah. you don't always have to, you know, if you work part-time, if you're, a, if you're married and your husband works full-time and you need to work part-time, there are programs out there that will accommodate that. You know, I, I yeah. have my kids yeah. enrolled in one right now. And heck, while we're at it, uh, my, I am working on opening um, a, an alternative school for this September. That I
1: really I, haven't. That, uh, that was my next. It, that so. was my next question. Yes, please <laughs> tell everyone about this amazing option because this is a great okay. option.
0: Yes. So what's happening is that I've created an empowering kids program that is based on finding the child's passion and teaching them according to that passion, getting them really comfortable with vocalizing what they love to do. Um, It's really child-led, right, because it's led by their passions. So I have this entire program that I've created, and in the future year or two, I'll be releasing an Empowering Kids Coach certification so you can become certified in teaching this program, whether you're in a camp, um, a school, you name it. Just if you're a parent and you want to learn these techniques and tools, you'll be able to take it. But what I'm getting at is that this program I've been running for now, it's going on its fourth year. So this year was the magic year. We found a beautiful piece of property. I found a beautiful um, fourth school practitioner who is just as on board as I am. So, if you've never heard of a forest school, they've actually just launched the first pilot program here in uh, Winnipeg. But they've been running since 2012. So we have one in Ontario. We have another one in another province. They've been running in different countries for a long time, but they're new here in Manitoba. So um, that is our plan to run a forest school, and it, with implementation of the Empowering Kids program, it'll run from pre from preschool to K and my um I'm going to be implementing homeschooling programs into that. So if that you have a yeah, if you have a child who um really benefits from using their hand, does not thrive in a classroom setting, then this is where you're gonna to want to put them because they learn so many outdoor schools or tools, sorry. And it's it's huge based on confidence building, based on confidence building. So your kids walk out with a sense of accomplishment. Um, confidence goes up, and I you know we teach a lot of emotional intelligence in it. So it's yeah. So it's it's unique, and I'm so excited for it. Been working my butt off, I'm telling you. I've been working my butt off. I know but, you have.
1: <laughs> How? But- how great would this these up and coming generations be if what yep. you're teaching at this new school was taught to every child imagine yeah. the impact that would have on our entire community and you know on like that's just mm-hmm. crazy to me that's amazing i i would like to see more in the schools um and the different programs more focusing on um you know, self-esteem well, and, and emotion, and
0: and me too, right? Like I have this this story. My son Vinny was the inspiration for this empowering kids program to begin with four years ago, and it was because you know he was he was a year when he was dismissed from his first daycare. He was three when he was dismissed from his first Montessori school. He was, um, you know, he actually. Left a school was missing for an hour before we found him Ugh. because and then he was dismissed from another school, removed from another so this kid, by the time he was in mid grade two, had no positive experience in the school system, right so right. Yeah. um, and so what I did was in two and a half, I took him home, and from February for the rest of the year all we did was work on emotional intelligence, confidence building, um getting him to fall like getting him to really love himself again, right? Yeah. Or yeah, again cuz we're all born loving ourselves, but
1: um what does that look like? I mean, can you give a couple examples of things you would I mean, you're obviously just not what? walking around praising them all day, right? What? I mean No, you know what I did? I worked on his uh, our relationship, okay?
0: Um our mm-hmm. relationship and then worked on finding out what he was interested in. So that meant attending a ton of different field trips. Some worked, some didn't. Um, Finding out what he was really interested in and doing as much of it as we possibly could. And I definitely implemented a lot of praise as well as smart praise. So um, when we found something that he loved to do that made him Feel really good. Then mm-hmm. we did as much of it as we could, right? And smart right. praise just means um, praising the effort that he's putting in, rather than praising the good job that he's doing.
1: Because yeah, not praising the, the results, but the effort. Yes. Yeah, I love that.
0: Yes. So, because when you praise the, the the results, when you say, "Oh, good job, amazing job," then kids are going to want, the, you know, they're going to work toward that. And if you praise the effort. Then they're going to continue to work harder, right? To work towards something. But if, the, if they're not that. getting the result, if they're not getting the result, and you're not, they're not getting the good job. Good job. Then they're going to stick with the things that they already know, and they're not going to want to venture out and explore things that they don't know. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, and and I think it's fair to say that they also, as they grow up, will naturally be more content. To say, well, that didn't work out, but you know what? I tried my best, and they're okay with that. You know what I yeah. mean? Because you've yeah. you've taught them that that's what they've been praised on, not always the result, because things don't always work out. You know what I mean? Yeah, despite exactly. our best efforts. So, so praise the effort. Yeah. I think that's that's beautiful.
0: I also taught them, taught him about affirmations, and you know the fact that he's in control of the thoughts that he thinks and things that I teach the, the the women that enroll in my course. So he's in control of the thoughts that he thinks, and he's in control of how he feels about every situation, regardless of the situation, and his reaction upon it. And so we really focused on things like that, and vocalizing what it is that makes him happy. Because a lot of times, um, you know, we might think about certain things, but we don't actually vocalize it. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, so uh, even like you and me, like like, I don't vocalize a lot that I love to sing and play guitar, but the more I talk about it, the the easier it is for me to do it. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. So I really encourage the kids to get comfortable with, uh, or even just looking in the mirror and pointing out things that they love about each other or about themselves.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So
0: we did a
1: lot of that. Can you, lots of that. Like, I know when I, uh, before we were friends and I was just stalking you on Facebook, um, (laughs) I always felt like, okay, I don't know how to do all this stuff yet, but oh my gosh, I would love for my kids to like be able to be in her presence. Like she, I just, I just felt like I want my kids to know all this, but I don't know how to do it yet. So, I think a great thing um, that you do now is the camp, and I think it's a great way for any of your listeners who maybe want to kind of try something out or get your perspective and get your kids interested in something or doing something like that. Um, why don't you tell us all a bit about your camp? Because it's a great little taste of you.
0: Yes. Oh, Thank
1: you for bringing that up. Um, yeah, I'm running a spring...
0: Uh, or a nature camp, an Empowering Kids Nature Camp during the spring break, and it's everything that I explained to you already. It's, you know, it'll be all outside, completely nature-based. Of course, we have a classroom if, you know, the weather isn't appropriate, Um, but yeah, so we're going to be doing that. The, The kids, they get comfortable. We've already done this, so... Um, they get comfortable with whittling. You know what whittling is. With they they get comfortable using knife. I'm a whittler they, from way back.
1: Are you really? I, I used to love whittling. Oh, cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. when I was a kid, I,
1: it was the coolest thing ever.
0: We have these little five- and six-year-old kids learning to whittle. And me, I'm having a panic attack, and the four school <laughs> practitioners looking at me, Looking at me like, relax, Tanya. It's fine. Like she's trained in all this. Me, I'm. Yeah. I'm like more, you know, um, you know, thought based, emotional intelligence, and things like that. But she's got this nature thing covered. So I really had to step back and and learn from her. Let the her do her thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But these kids gained so much confidence because they were like, I get to do what I want to do, and look what I get to use. Like it the confidence yeah. boost was huge for them, and what I found was their social their socializing skills were were amazing. I was running the camp for three years indoors and outdoors, so it was kind of like we'd transition here and there, and then we ran it yeah. for a week outside where it was the same spot, and there was no transition it was just continuously. Um, do what you're loving do what you love to do, so my son, yeah. you know, with a couple of other kids, built something for hours straight, right They weren't interrupted, yeah. they went for as long as they could go, but we didn't even have to intervene because they were all working things out on their own. It was so yeah. cool, it was so cool, and you know so, i don't
1: i I remember you saying something to me about how you even let them like eat their lunch when they're hungry. Like, they don't have to all eat at yeah, the same yeah. time, right? Nope. Like, that's just, it's, it's just something that, as parents, I think, again, we're just, we were brought up to, now is lunchtime, everybody eat. Not, are you hungry? Not, you're hungry, yeah. but you can't eat now. Like, it's just it's just a time of honoring them and letting them just feel and yeah. be. You know what I mean? I just think it's beautiful. that's that's pretty
0: much what the camp is. You know, like I said, inspired from my son Vinny, um, I I was like, okay, what does this kid what did this kid need to thrive? There's no way that he's the only child that requires this to thrive out there. There's oh, no there's more Vinny's out there. You know what I mean? So I was like so, already right. Uh huh. Yeah. So um so I just basically created this camp for all the minis out there everyone who who needed to thrive and just love themselves and find out what they're passionate about and um this is definitely a camp that your kids can go to that they can just be who they are and be honored for
1: that yeah so we're yeah. we're here in Winnipeg Manitoba where in Winnipeg is this camp held like where would the drop off location be and when does it start
0: it's, it starts March
1: 28th, and
0: it's held 4180 Waverly Street. And if you're in the city and you're not able to bring your kids out there, we have a bus at Glenwood Community <gasps> Center
1: where Fantastic. I've been running it.
0: Yeah. We have a bus that will hold 15 people and or 15 kids, and the, that drop-off, I believe, is 8.30, between 8.30 and 9.00. And um, like literally between eight thirty and nine, you can drop off your kids because we'll be there mm-hmm. to supervise. And um, bus leaves at nine o'clock, heads on over to uh, the location, and it's a beautiful location. And um, and then the bus leaves, brings them back to Glenwood Community Center, which is twenty-seven Overton, and and then you pick up your kids there at three thirty. Fantastic! I I know I am telling you we have it all worked out, but we have we have two minutes left,
1: Sherry. Well, thank you for having me. I no, enjoy no. every oh. minute I get to be with you. So thank you so much. It's been a pleasure.
0: Yeah, I had a blast with you. I knew I'm like, oh my gosh, Sherry, you got to come on because Sherry and I have so many conversations about so many things and I love the questions that you asked. So absolutely. Thanks for coming on and being my co-host today. Um, What was your biggest takeaway, Sherry?
1: You know, just, just again, just that as parents and even though I discovered this a while ago, it's just a nice reminder that we do have options and we do have choices and, you know, it It doesn't just have to be the school system. And there are beautiful, loving people out there like you, Tanya, that run these programs. And, you know, I just want all the moms out and dads out there to know that you'll follow your instincts. If you feel that your child needs something, that's what, you know, these great people are out here for, providing these things. So thank you, Tanya, for everything you do. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you so, so much. And thank you for
0: um being a part of my circle, I love surrounding myself with as many like minded people as I possibly can just to receive support and um confirmation that what I'm doing isn't crazy, <laughs> you know? So
1: yeah. everybody else yeah. okay. Well like <laughs> I said, <laughs> even though we know it, it's nice to get that confirmation, okay. right? That just yep. little reminders that I'm on the right track. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. So for anyone out there looking to find out more about this amazing camp, go to www.empoweringkidsprogram.com. And if you yourself are looking for something similar like this, um, go to www.investinyourselfcourse.com and pop your name in the Contact Me. You'll receive a free three-video series all about um, the biggest mistakes that men and women make in their relationships. I know that's a little off-topic, but get on my email list and keep in touch, and you'll receive updates weekly on the camp and the women's program. With that, I'm going to sign off. Thank you so much again, Sherry. I hope you have an amazing evening. You too, Ted. I'll be listening to your show. Thank you for having me. Okay, bye.